0: The final time ever. Hello and welcome to the last ever episode of the All Around Game Podcast. I am your host, Jared Pretty, and I'm joined, as always, by Mr. Seth Dugan. Seth, how do you feel about this being our final episode ever?
1: Mixed emotions. (laughs) More sad, but it's been a good run. We've had a lot of fun. I want to take this first opportunity before we get into all the the nitty-gritty to say thank you for all the work you've done. Oh, I want to thank together. you
0: for the minimal work that you've <laughs> done. Oh, that's a <laughs>
1: cheap shot. Deserved.
0: Cheap shot. Nice. Oh. So it's been... How long has it been in between episodes? I think we put um, one out... Uh, roughly Wednesday, two weeks. Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday before the Masters. Two so weeks. Be, Bottom line, we have not been on the air since the greatest day in golf history took place on Sunday, and I want to make sure I have the date right, because it would have been Sunday what? April?
1: 14th. 14th. Because Easter was the 21st.
0: Yeah, there you go. There you go. Sunday, April 14th, as the greatest day in golf history, Tiger Woods winning his fifth green jacket, his first major since 2008, his first Masters since oh five. I give you the floor.
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah, give me the floor Yeah, I uh, gave you your credit Uh, It would be Sunday night Um, Listen, it was I I give him so, so much credit And I I don't know where to start with this Um, I never doubted his His physical ability After what we saw last year Never doubted his physical ability. Uh, he, he appeared to be back 100% physically. Uh, and that's a whole story in itself. And you'll probably get into that, what he came, overcame physically to come back. But mentally, he, he's on another level with what he was able to do on, over the course of that, that tournament, especially Sunday, keeping it together. I thought he had a terrific strategy going in, not being too aggressive. Uh, more, more, just just plodding around the golf course in his words. Mostly playing his opponents though, waiting for them to kind of crack and, and see the pressure unfold on them. And then he pounced. And I'll give him so much credit for doing that and holding up the way he did. Terrific to see, great for the game of golf. I was 110% wrong. Um, Wow. I, 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 uh, I, I mean, I was, I'm happy, though. I mean, it's great for the game of golf. Part of me, the reason I was so anti-Tiger, I didn't want to be hurt anymore. <laughs> I have since been reopened to Tiger Woods, and it feels great. And uh, you know, that, golf-wise, I don't condone anything he does off the course. But great, great moment for golf
0: terrific moment for golf um, uh, and it was really one of those things where everyone was watching and it was one of those things where 10 15 20 years from now you're gonna say where were you when Tiger won the 2019 Masters? like what were you doing and for me like I was I was at my apartment I and
1: invited him over didn't come
0: <laughs> anyway <laughs> yeah, <I can't> <laughs> And, and so I'm watching, and I'm watching with a friend of the show, Jason Whitens, and he didn't start watching until Moenari went in the drink on 12, and that's when he started watching. But it's one of those things where even a guy like, and, and you know him, uh, I have a roommate, his name is Dida Ikongshul, and he's from Nigeria. He doesn't know anything about golf. He, he, he admitted to me.
1: That's not a shot at him. He
0: That's not a shot at him at all. He admitted to me. He said, Jared, I don't know what a birdie is. I don't know what a par is. I just know you want to get it in the hole. But this is cool. He came out. He watched Tiger win the Masters. And that's, that's what Tiger does. He brings people that would have never watched the sport of golf, never had an interest in the sport. And he makes it exciting. He makes it fun. It was terrific. I mean, you you touched on everything from a golf perspective. He, was, he played it conservative. Uh, the the, um, the hole of the round was hole 12, and it just kind of spoke to his approach versus other guys' approach where Molinari tries to go after the flag, ends up in the water. Tiger plays it safe right over the bunker on the, le- on the left side of the pin.
1: Middle green,
0: 30-footer. And Tony Finau tries to go for the pin, ends up in the water. Brooks ends up in the water. Uh, someone else went in the water, too, in that group before, yeah, it was, correct? Uh, Poulter. Poulter went in the water. You you can't go after that pin on Sunday. You just can't. But And that was kind of – and then he pounced, like you said, on hole 16. He got the one-stroke lead, and then what happened? He hit that shot on the par three. Obviously, we've all seen the image of him leaning forward and looking at the ball, and then Michael Phelps right behind him put it within two feet. I actually thought he was going to make it for a split second there. He was terrific. He well, was terrific, and he came, he came from behind, which is something he had never done before.
1: One, two quick things I want to get to. Uh, one, based on uh, just specifically Sunday and what took place. Uh, I, I told you earlier, right, basically right after the conclusion Sunday, that I thought the turning point of the whole entire day was on the 11th hole, just before the 12th hole, yep. where he hit it in the woods – off the and he somehow hooked it around the trees off the pine straw onto the green and unbelievable up, ended up saving par that was for him I think when he hit that shot and he saved par he was like okay I I, I could win this I right. I, I I have made mistakes, but I, I'm here. I can win this whole whole entire thing, and then what happened on 12 just basically sealed it. And I think you I did.
0: you sent me a text on 12. You yeah. said he just won it, and I was I was skeptical because after 12, him and Molinari were still tied. Yeah, and they were tied going in until 15, and when Molinari, unfortunately, hit that tree bridge yeah, and the then went in the water. That that uh, ended his yeah, day. No, well, other but, thing
1: I wanted to say too is what makes this. Th- you you alluded to one part of it uh, earlier, as far as coming from behind. That's part of the story on Sunday. Yeah. That that's a really important part of it. But I think the other part of it too is this: the competition level he was going against this tournament makes it the most impressive. Well, it was the most impressive, yeah. probably period. But it makes it part makes it. It's probably 50% of it for me why it was so impressive is the quality of opponents that were at the top of that leaderboard. Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Shoffley, Finau, Holter, Molinari. Molinari. You got all these guys all duking hitters. it out yeah. the bat, down the back nine and he pulls away and terrific.
0: And what was interesting about that is most of those guys were guys, you look at Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson was young back in the day. Um, Shawfly, obviously. Fino. Finau. Not Polter. These are these, not Poulter. These are guys, though, that are who they are because of Tiger Woods. They grew up idolizing him. You could argue that he just beat the field that he helped create.
1: That's yeah. And to a degree, and, and, sure. and
0: you hit on it, you know, the the amount of heavy hitters and just just the, the pure age, being over 40 years old. I think he's 43. And the, come, the comeback and, part and, of things. And, and having the comeback and everything. And then, I mean, you mentioned it uh, ACL, Achilles, neck injury, four back surgeries, ankle surgery. I mean, I think I, I hesitate to call it the greatest comeback in sports history because That's, I know there, I was are, gonna ask you. there are a lot of crazy ones out there. Um, I think it definitely is. I, I in my th- th- book. But it's hard not to because of where he was, right? He was at the very top of the sport, one of the most popular athletes in the world. Could do no wrong. Bottomed out. I mean, and it was what? Two and, a, two and a half years ago a DUI? As bad as it gets. DUI hooked on painkillers. Thought he was in California when he was in Florida. Didn't know where he was. The, obviously, we've all seen the mugshot. Yep. And then to come back and win the His Masters like that, I mean, it's it's hard to argue that it wasn't the greatest sports comeback. Definitely the of greatest. All time. Physically and mentally, yeah. everything. It, amazing.
1: One, one last thing I want to get to, then you can close if you want. What was really cool too, when it's well covered, was was the hug after. Oh, now, and that's not oh what way. I'm getting at. Yeah. But that was but really that was, cool. That was almost and the, and the, tear sure, jerking and the whole family dynamic. Yeah. Great. He's walking up towards the clubhouse. I thought one of the coolest parts too was all the players. That right. were out there and greeted him, shaking his hands. Just yep. you could tell they were all just sincere. Yeah, like even Poulter, which we all, me and you, can yeah. get on Poulter. You more <laughs> than me, but we're even as even the guys that don't really like. We're out there saying, "Hey, great job! This is awesome," which Whoa. was really cool. To and see. I
0: think that's also shown how he's changed because that never would have happened back in the heyday because he was he was all about. I don't want to be friends with any of these opponents. I don't want to get to know them. This is about me because I want to be able to destroy him on Sunday. But ever since he bottomed out and he got humbled a little bit, he's been more open to these golfers. He's given them tips. He's kind of taken some of them under his wing. I know Justin Thomas has talked at length about what how great Tiger has been as far as helping him out. So I agree. I think that was cool just because it shows how he's changed. Even something as small as his interaction with the fans, he used to never Ever interact with the fans? Now he's given high fives. He's acknowledging his fans a little bit more. It was terrific. Great. The one thing I want to ask, two part question: Will he win another major this year? And will he catch Jack Nicholas?
1: Um. Oh man. answer the first part, I don't know if he'll win another one this year because you can't get away with some of the mistakes, and there were few. But when he the mistakes he made off the tee. I mean, we'll 10, him.
0: 10 he took a bogey on. 11, 11 but he got guy, away with yep. – and that five, was just Sunday. Five, he bogeyed all four rounds.
1: You can't make the mistakes off the tee, especially at Bethpage, the way he did, because you just can't. The, the rough's too thick, too many different factors. Agreed. So I'm not sure. And, and as far as the way he played this weekend – or uh, the Masters, his irons couldn't have been better. They were great. And the, we already – I just addressed his off the tee, as driver. But his putting was was pretty good. It was it, early on. It wasn't good.
0: Early on, from long, from outside twenty, it was phenomenal.
1: Yeah, from inside
0: it, ten, it was terrible. Right, and then he kind of righted the shift so, there.
1: So he's got to bring his putter. So he's if he brings his putter, and he doesn't make too many mistakes off the tee, he, he's got a legit shot to win any tournament he's playing in. But do I think he won another one this year? I'm not gonna ever doubt him again. But I don't. Ah, it'd be tough, especially
0: I think it's going to be tough just and we talked about it, the field is yeah. so much is so much better now yeah you know like back in the day it was well you know maybe Phil could beat him on a given day you know there were there were a handful of guys, maybe like three or four now there's 10 to 15. you okay. could say, oh yeah he could he could put together four great rounds and win. I think Pebble Beach is his best chance to win one. And to answer the, my own question for the second part, will he catch Jack? I think it's dependent on this year. If he wins another one this year, then I'm going to say, yeah, he's going to catch him. Even if he's competitive, let's say he, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give him one where he maybe takes, you know, a, a tied for 35th yeah. or misses the cut, yeah. but then gives me a top five or and a top 10. Yeah. So if he plays well in three out of four. Then I might be able to consider it. But let's not... And, and again, you know I'm the biggest Tiger fan out there. I've been saying from day one that he's back. We've gone at it back and forth. Now that he's won, let's not get carried away and think that this is the Tiger of old who's just going to stomp over the entire field. I think these next three majors are actually going to play a big part in whether or not he catches Jack.
1: I agree. That's a great, great point. I think he's got about a three- to four-year window of, of- – realistically of competitive of, weekend and week and, and after that he could be competitive like one major year but i think this is his a three to four year window this year i think it is pebble because i don't think he's played at the british open course before or i don't know what it is i don't even know what i don't think open it's a really well-known courses. course yeah and then uh, beth page is tough and, and this is the last thing i'll say um will he we catch jack i completely agree with you on that point But I think it depends on his competition, like you said, because he got some help this past weekend. Oh, yeah, for sure. Let's not say, I mean, I'll give him all the credit, (laughs) but he did get some help. guy's made a lot of mistakes. If one of those guys doesn't make a mistake, it's a lot more compelling down the stretch. So, will he catch Jack? Mm, If I had to say yes or no, probably no, but I would love to see him.
0: It's for you could see it going either way. It's one of those 50 50 flip a coin things. I could see it, I wouldn't be surprised either way.
1: And I think he won't surpass him. I think if he does, it'll be an 18, and that would be fitting.
0: Yeah, it would. It really would. For uh, real quick, you mentioned that he got help this weekend. We talked about this. It might have been the day of the Masters or the day after. We talked about this because I threw out the theory was this the old tiger intimidation factor that was so prominent back in the day to where these guys knew tiger was coming these guys knew tiger sunday at augusta do you think him getting help had to do with the fact that it was him chasing them down and that it was old school tiger got to him no well,
1: did it work for Did it work for, uh, Molinari for him last year when he was chasing Molinari at the uh, British?
0: It's different in Augusta, but I agree with your general. Did, did it work?
1: Brooks Kepka's a proven major champion. It, not, none of that had but anything to do with Brooks Kepka and that's the one guy I'll argue. None of that had to do anything with Brooks. Brooks beat question. himself.
0: Here's a question. Does Brooks make one of those two putts if the guy in that final group at 14 under is – Rory McIlroy. No,
1: and, and, and he I'll he say still this, why. he still
0: misses both of them.
1: Yes, because seventeen you're gonna miss putts. You can't make every single putt. Seventeen, sure. Eighteen, everybody from where he putted it at. I, I told agree. You, everybody was missing it. I forget either to the left and it breaks the other way. But nobody got it right all day. But
0: seventeen, he should have made. Like because let's it, be honest, he should have made that putt. Now gonna, it's easy you can't for make me and every you to say. You can't e-
1: make every pot.
0: But how okay, so you're saying none of that had to do with Tiger.
1: Brooks Kepka I think is this. What
0: what about the other guys?
1: Uh I think you could make an argument for Fee now, but he didn't play well all day. So Molinari maybe? Molinari, I see I still have trepidation about that too because he faced he squared off with him last year. Yeah, the but British the open, open
0: Championship was and Molinari came
1: came from behind though. Kind of came out yeah. of nowhere. And you'll say and you'll say that's different in Augusta. Fine. It,
0: I th- I do think it is.
1: I don't mm, He made he made the mistake on 12, 15. He just clipped the branch. And I'm not going to that's not like a like a old oh crap <laughs> like it's not a uh, mistake based out of fear or like nervousness. Right. It's just it's just a bad break. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's documented. Twelve is tough to play. Period. Yeah. So I don't think so. But okay, okay. You, if you want uh, people want to put it that way, <laughs> it makes the story even better.
0: Let's shift to the playoffs. NBA playoffs. For we we had a different agenda, but <clears throat> damn, excuse me. Um, last night, Damian Lillard. Put away the thunder with a 37-foot step-back bomb at the buzzer to cap off 50 points, seven rebounds, six assists. We know how great Dame is. We've talked at length about it. Me and you got into a little argument last show about it. We're not going to revisit that. What I want to talk to you about is where does Oklahoma City go from here? Three straight first-round exits. In games since Kevin Durant left in playoff games, they're 4-14. where do they go from here?
1: I don't know where they go. They're they're stuck. Um, not trading Paul George, that's for sure. And I don't, do you trade Russ? And I don't know if you can't I would trade Russ if I was running it, but I don't know what you'd get back. Well, that's the thing, with that contract, what it you... But you can't win with you can't win with him and or you can't win with him as as being the number one option. And he doesn't want to be a number two option. So you're 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 handcuffed, you're you're gonna be a first round exit and he puts up numbers because and yeah, it makes him look good, but they're not numbers that, that... He
0: does so inefficiently.
1: They're inefficient, and they're, they're empty to a degree, in my opinion. They're mm-hmm. just, they're empty. I mean... Yeah. Uh, well, I
0: mean, he took 31 shots. Let's think about this last night. Paul George was, I believe...
1: I need to look line. up
0: his stats right now. But I know Russell Westbrook took more shots than Paul George last night. Paul George was 14 of 20 last night for 36 points... Westbrook took 11 more shots, 11 yeah. of 31.
1: And on that last possession when they were tied and he went in and drove and contested the layup, missed it. I just you got you 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 to know, you've got to play the, the game as far as how you're playing versus how the rest of your team is playing. you got to play within the game, have awareness. And, I mean, he should know that, period, yep. just based on knowing both their games outside of that specific game.
0: Well, and as the point guard, you should really know that. Yeah. But for Russ, I mean, my, and I admire how much he gets after it. He's relentless. Does that and, hurt him, though? But that's part of his downfall. Yeah, you, yeah. you took the words right out of my mouth. He's almost too relentless. Oh, I'm going to will us to victory. No, sometimes what you need to do is you need to play a little smarter. Don't let me pull up the stats again. He was 11 of 31. Don't take 11 threes, Russ. He can't, can't shoot. That's in, the biggest no, part with him. In no world should Russell Westbrook take 11 threes and Paul
1: George 8. That, that's the biggest problem with it. He can't shoot the ball. Right. And teams shoot.
0: are daring him to shoot, and his competitive nature, his, his relentlessness like we talked about, he wants to shoot that and, and, and do that for his team. And I, I, I admire that greatly. But that's part of the issue. That's part of the issue.
1: And he's not, make, he's not helping himself off the court either. I think what he's doing off the court with the media is absurd, and I, that's a whole other story. And So I wouldn't – they should try and trade him, but I don't think they can trade him. So How would stock. the
0: fan base react, though? He is so beloved in Oklahoma City for staying put after Harden and – after they lost Harden and Durant. Would Would you worry about losing the fans a little bit? No. Just real quick. Just, no? Okay. Because you're not winning. That's fair. Let's talk Pistons. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Swept off the floor by Milwaukee. Giannis hit an Air Jordan-like shot. Uh, drove down the left-hand side, went up to dunk. Drummond fouled him, challenged him. He switched hands in midair, finished the and one. Um, Stephen A. Smith said the Bucks had a first-round bye. Give me your thoughts on the Pistons. Um, Blake Griffin playing in games three and four. Where do the Pistons go from here? Obviously, you're the, you're the Pistons guy, so I'm going to give you the floor to talk
1: about that series and the Pistons. That was depressing. Uh, it really was depressing. It just There's so many different factors that contributed to that. Um, you know, I, I think for a couple of the games, there was a lack of effort that contributed to it, especially with Drummond. I don't, I, I, after what I saw out of Drummond, I am not happy or pleased with his effort or game at this point in time. He needs to go but I don't know we can get back for him again Reggie Jackson was inconsistent he had a couple of good games other than that though he was he's not a key piece in what you need to have in your future going forward Blake Griffin I admire tremendously played his heart out for what he was doing was appeared to be worse than what was let on towards the end of the season give him a lot of credit and he produced too when he played he wasn't just out there yep he, he was playing um, Going forward, they're stuck. I the, the owner wants to win. It, the best they're going to do is seven, eight in in the East. Um, I like some of their pieces. Some of their other pieces need to go. I think it's pretty obvious which ones are which. Detroit sports are in a pit of uh, depression, uh, garbage right now. <laughs> uh, we haven't. There was some ESPN tweet or whatever. There I can find huge, it for you. Huge playoff. Like the play. The Pistons have lost like 13 straight in the playoffs. Uh, Tigers haven't made the playoffs since 2013. thousand. I'll, I'll,
0: I'll find the tweet here because I sent it to a friend of the show, Joel Advina. here. Um, yes, here it is. Okay, so this is a tweet that Seth is referencing from ESPN after uh, the Pistons got swept. So, the Pistons have lost 14 straight playoff games, which is an NBA record. Mm-hmm. The Lions last won a playoff game in 91. The Red Wings have missed the playoffs the last three years, and the Tigers' last playoff series victory came six years ago in 2013.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a disaster. It's a, uh, it's a disaster. When the Lions are one of your better-looking franchises, uh, I, th- I would say them and the Red Wings are, are, are the best two with the Isermen coming back. Um, it's it's depressing, and like I think Stephen A. Smith said, you said that they had, they had to buy, and to a large degree they did because they didn't have a chance to begin with, especially without Blake. And um, yeah, it was like it was like watching a college team play an NBA team. Like I that's mean, honest I, truth. I
0: agree with everything you said, and, and I'm gonna sound like Joel, where I think they should just blow it up, trade Drummond. I mean, I think you need to seriously consider trading Blake and just and and try and build through the draft. Uh, it's obvious that they won't do that. I want to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks, though, and I know it was the Pistons, but they looked really good. They are really deep. When you And, and Brogdon is coming back, so they're only going to get deeper. You know, you bring in George Hill and Eliasova and uh, Miritich off the bench, and Brooke Lopez mm-hmm. is hitting step-back threes and protecting the rim and playing ball screens well. Chris Middleton, former Detroit Pistons draft pick, all-star, playing the best basketball of his career. And then Giannis Antetokounmpo, who's the MVP, and despite not being able to shoot outside of 15 feet, cannot be guarded. Yeah. Milwaukee has, I believe, the best defense in the NBA and a top five offense in the NBA. Milwaukee, I am on board. I think the Boston series, and we'll get into this here in a minute, is going to be terrific because Kyrie Irving is playing great basketball and Boston just swept Indiana. But I'm on board with Milwaukee, man. They are really good. Give
1: me the Bucks.
0: They are really, yeah. really good. Agreed. You want to talk Warriors? Please? Talk to you. Please? Yeah, it sounds like we are. <laughs> They're up 3 1. They play tonight.
1: What are your thoughts?
0: KD, Pat Bev, beef.
1: Meh. Meh. I, uh,. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember all that's gone into the series. Yeah, the blown
0: 31 I, point lead that I went I think, to bed for. I think. Yeah, that I was didn't bad. Even see it.
1: Durant. I haven't watched hardly any of it because um, it's been on so late. But I think K, KD, you got to have you got to have thicker skin, and I think that's that's an overriding theme throughout his career. Especially, I saw this point brought up. If he's going to leave mm-hmm. Golden State, he goes to New York, or he goes to uh, yep. the Lakers, 100%. or Boston. You're gonna have a lot more media than what you have now, and you can't deal with them now, so he needs to have a bit thicker skin. Basketball-wise, though, they lost Boogie Cousins. Yeah, um, I think they're I think they're vulnerable to the Rockets. I really do. I mean, I've been on record. I think the Rockets should have won last year. Um, I think they're vulnerable, especially the way James Harden's been playing. Um, but but they're the favorites. So
0: uh, I'm gonna defend Durant in this regard. Okay, so after Game Two, which he took. He took heat four. He only had eight shot attempts in game two. But I've been on record where game two was not an issue of Kevin Durant's shot selection. The Warriors put up in game two 131 points. The Warriors' offense was not the issue in game two. The Warriors' issue in game two was they let the Clippers score 85 in the second half. That can't happen. But Durant took that criticism, and what did he do? Game three, 38 on 14 of 23 shooting, 38 and 7, he was he completely dominated the game in Game Three, and then in Game Four, came out and I want to make sure I have Game Four, Game Four, or is that Game Four? Sorry,
1: but that's we're not arguing about. Are, 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 so, what point are you trying to make with us that in, he in, he deserves to be he deserves? A little oh, bit sorry, of a break?
0: In, in Game Four he had 33, 7 and 6 on 12 of 21 shooting. Here's what I'm saying. For, for as much as Durant gets criticized, he went out in the Staples Center and completely demoralized the Los Angeles Clippers for two straight games. And you can say what you want about how he handles the media, how he handles criticism, this and that. Dude went out and got it done in games three and four.
1: Nobody's arguing that. We all know how great he is. Nobody's yeah. arguing that. I know, but sometimes, he, some, we, sometimes we forget. He, he And we talk be,
0: so much about this off the court stuff. Let's not. Let's let's he, still talk about what's going on on the court he, because, because he's still producing at a best player, top three player in the world. He caliber. lets
1: what he lets what happens off the court affect him on the court. And when you try and ask him about on the court. He just he. Now, did you see the response that he gave when asked
0: about the Clippers' defensive scheme? I saw and it. He analyzed. I yeah. thought that was pretty cool. It was okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think we we could see that. Yeah. I think we could both. I, yeah. That, I mean, that, that sure. was cool that he did that. But go um, play, man. Nobody's questioning your ability. Just go out and go out and do what you do. Thoughts on? You don't need to talk yourself into it or up to it.
0: Real quick, Clay Thompson. Said he jumped in the ocean after game three to get his mind right. Came out game four, had 32 points, including 27 in the first half. Would you jump in the ocean to get your mind right?
1: I'd swing a few sticks, if you know what I mean. Play golf. Yeah. but uh...
0: I think that's the most Clay story of all time. Playing beach volleyball. He decides to jump in the ocean to get his mind right. He's an
1: interesting guy. I don't know if I Do you
0: believe it? I had someone tell me they didn't think that that was true.
1: I would have a hard time believing he's got time to do that right now.
0: I think he did it. Which is which is cool, which makes me he like, Oh, he just even jumped more. in his pool at home he or also, something. He also They're in LA. Oh, I guess he's from LA. Or so it could make hotel, sense the pool. Did you see him hold up the strength and numbers towel upside down? I, I That was funny too. You should look up that video. It's funny. Uh, speaking of the Rockets, talked about them a little bit. Uh, they were up 3-0, had the chance to close it out. 0 for 12 from 3 in the 4th quarter. Missed all 12 threes. It, I remember that happening in another closeout game last year. Yeah,
1: you got you lucky. Cons-
0: you concerned all you about? Got lucky. Are you concerned at all about Houston after no. after blowing that opportunity? No. Not at all. No. What about James Harden's game 3 performance? Does that
1: concern you at Didn't all? Didn't watch it.
0: 0 for 15 start. It's okay. They still won. I, He's I actually, averaging
1: like 35 a game. I, I'm not worried about I it. I actually agree with you. I think Houston's fine. Houston, Houston would be fine. They'll, they'll show up against Golden now, State. Now, if
0: they lose tonight, are you worried? Lose at home, game It's five. at home? Yeah. Yes. Okay. They, but
1: they won't lose tonight.
0: Um, Nuggets, Spurs. Nuggets went up 3-2 last night. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I've watched maybe five minutes of this entire series. It's been yeah, on it's NBA fun. TV. It's it was on NBA TV and last I, night. And I don't get it, so Derrick, I can't
1: wait. If Derek White here, – here's all I'll say from what I've looked at because I've vested – slightly vested interest in the Spurs. Derek White plays well, the Spurs play well, and they have a chance at winning. If he doesn't play well, they don't have a chance at winning, and they won't win. And you need DeRozan and Aldridge yeah. to play well. But I think the X factor for the Spurs is Derek White. I think the, I think the Nuggets will, will finish him off tonight, or whenever they play. Tomorrow night because they played last night.
0: Oh, so you think they're going to win in San Antonio? Yes. I think it's going seven.
1: They hadn't won in San
0: Antonio in fifteen games or something they like just, that before it. before last yeah. before their last win. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say they get two in a row. I'm gonna take San Antonio to hold serve at home, but I think Denver gets it done in seven. Um, last night, the Magic or sorry the the Raptors beat the Magic, beat them four one in the series. Yeah. And the 76ers just ran the Brooklyn Nets completely out of the gym, setting up an Eastern Conference semifinals matchup. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Early thoughts on that. It's going to be Kawhi and Jimmy Butler going at it.
1: Yeah, I like I like the Raptors. I think I think they're uh, – that's going to be good. I, I like the series. I just don't really like Joel Embiid, honestly. See, I'm
0: not a fan of Ben Simmons.
1: I don't like – the whole 76ers dynamic – Like I and I like Tobias Harris and I like Boban, but I think former Detroit Pistons. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Let's let's be objective. Let me think about this here a minute. Kawhi's been balling. Kawhi has been balling. I think that's the key of the series. Can Jimmy
0: Butler slow him down?
1: Will will Lowry show up too?
0: That and and I think can can Mark Gasol and Serge Ibaka contain Joel Embiid? Yeah,
1: that's that's a huge key. That's a good point. Um. Who And Raptors have home court, though. They I do. I think that's big. They
0: do. But they lost game one against Orlando and then sure. won four straight. So. I think that was
1: more of a for a lack of... Um, Taking them serious. Yes.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Finally, the Celtics sweep the Pacers. We talked a little bit about this with the Bucs earlier uh, because they're going to play now in the second round as well. Thoughts on that series? Kyrie Irving playing phenomenal basketball. Give
1: me the Bucks and... I want to say five, but I feel wow. like, I feel like it'll go six. I think. Uh, so you
0: think they can go into Boston and close it out? Yeah. See, I think Milwaukee's going to close it out at home. It's... I think they're going to win, but I don't think they're going to close it out in Boston. So it's either going to be they're either I think they win one game in Boston. So they're either going to win uh, game three or game four. And if they win game and obviously they could close it out in five. If they lose game five, then I think it's gonna go seven.
1: So you don't think they can win in Boston in game six? No. No, I do the way the way Giannis is playing right now is absurd. Unbelievable. And, he, and they got they got three point shooters all over the court. Yep. And defensively, like I think you touched on that earlier, they're fantastic.
0: Eric Bledsoe playing great basketball. If
1: Gordon Hayward plays well, that's gonna, I think that's the biggest key. He's years.
0: Boston's. That's X factor. Yep. He has been all year. Yep. Uh, played great against Indiana in that closeout game. But yep. I don't know if you saw you got this. On. Miles Turner yeah. just dunked don't give me on Miles. him. Like,
1: don't give me Miles Turner. Win a I, playoff game. Just uh, like my Pistons. Don't give I, me Drummond. Win I agree. a playoff game. I
0: agree. But let's give credit where credit is due. That was a. That was a dunk that made me get out of my seat at Easter brunch. He does like, that. Oh man. He does. He does that <laughs> though in the playoffs.
1: He has. Yeah. He has one dunk that's. Yeah. Nice dunk, dude.
0: (laughs) So, I don't know if you heard, NFL draft is tomorrow in Nashville. Oh, I heard. And there's a lot of storylines going on uh, with the NFL draft. Is Dwayne Haskins falling? Is that all smokescreen so that someone can take him earlier? What are the Cardinals going to do with Kyler Murray? What are the Lions going to do at pick number eight? Yeah. That's, that's, that's a
1: big topic of conversation between you and Joel and Jake. Sports, Sports center's lead story every single day, Lions.
0: <laughs> um, and then my Chiefs made a huge, uh, not draft day, but pre-draft move yeah. yesterday, getting Frank Clark from the Seahawks and signing him to an extension. Uh, we can We can get into that later. First question. What should the Cardinals do at number one? They have Josh Rosen. They have the number one pick. But they hired Cliff Kingsbury, and we know that he likes mobile QBs. So
1: What they should and will do is the same thing. They're going to draft Kyler Murray, number one. I mean, you wouldn't bring in Cliff Kingsbury if you weren't going to bring him in at number one. Um, they're they're going to draft Kyler. Um, I, I don't like, I have never been a fan of Josh Rosen. They'll trade him probably Thursday at some point. Because the league, that's best for the league and the draft and all that. So I think they'll trade Josh Rosen. I think Kyler will be the uh, starting quarterback here. I think here. that's
0: what they will do. You don't
1: but think that's I, what they should do? I disagree.
0: Do? I don't think that's what they should do.
1: Really? Here's what I think they should do. I think it's a do. switch from what you were talking
0: No, I'm still low on Josh Rosen. I'm still very low. Then why shouldn't they take Kyler? I think they need to sure up the offensive line. I think they need to sure up the defensive line. They have a lot more holes than just drafting Kyler Murray will fix. Sure up the offensive and defensive line in the draft. I don't think Josh Rosen is going to win you many games anyway, so you'll have a high pick next year. Get Tua Tagovailoa. Get Justin Herbert. Get one of those Justin guys. Justin Herbert. But what I'm saying, they, they can't just draft Kyler Murray and, and think everything's well, Trevor fine. Trevor Lawrence, that's that, your guy. Or, yeah. Play with Josh Rosen for two years. He's not going to win you very so many games. Tanks. Yeah, fine. But I think you need to rebuild that offensive give, line. Who, who, when, rebuild the trenches if you're Arizona because me. that's
1: where you win football games. Rebuild that offensive line. Rebuild that defensive when, line. When has tanking ever worked? Give me that. When has tanking ever worked? Proven to work. What Championship. Go.
0: Well, I mean, that's, real, that's off the top of my head. but there's, Because there's never been one. Here's, my, here's what I'm saying. I'm saying they have bigger holes to fill than quarterback right if now. You, but, As in in the trenches. If you've yeah. got David Johnson in the backfield, I don't think Josh Rosen is going to win you games. But if you, can tell, if you can tell me that you could get a premier pass rusher or trade down, get more picks, and, and start building your team from the inside out, that is fix the trenches, fix the offensive and defensive line, and then get your quarterback later, that's what I would do because I believe that is what's, way more what's, of a glaring what's the need biggest, right now. What's, and if you draft Kyler with that bad of an offensive line, he's going to be running for his how life. How do you win
1: in, in the NFL? In the how, trenches. How, how, that's how you win?
0: It's a big part Has of it. Has a
1: team it. ever won with a bad quarterback?
0: Yeah. Who? Baltimore Ravens, 2000, Trenton Dilfer.
1: That's that's, the, that's 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 the one example you can give. That's that's, the over, that's, that's 90, not that's not a 98 good quarterback. 98%. The Jacksonville he's, Jaguars got the he's Jacksonville
0: Jaguars got to the AFC Championship game Super Bowl winner. With Blake Bortles. 99% of the time. The Chicago Bears got to the Super Rex Bowl did, did, did with Grossman Did they win? Did
1: they win? 99% what I'm of the time saying is, you need a franchise quarterback. If you can get a franchise is Kyler a franchise yes. quarterback
0: or can you build the offensive and defensive I feel like a broken record. Or can you build the offensive and defensive line? Josh Rosen is going to win you many games, and then get a quarterback what, just, just as good later high.
1: while the line is better. You're just not that high on Kyler Murray.
0: I am high on Kyler. No, Kyle you're Murray. not. Because I like if it.
1: if you believed in him, you would pick him number one, no matter what the circumstances was. You, were you, cha- you trade. What Josh? if you
0: don't get a good dra- uh,
1: trade package for Rosen? Who cares? I got I got my franchise quarterback. So, so Mahomes—they shouldn't think, have moved up for Mahomes. The Chiefs shouldn't have mo- moved up for Mahomes and just drafted Mahomes uh, is different system. than Kyler Murray, and you no, know it. No, if he's your, friend, if you is, believe Mahomes is that's, different that's than principle. Kyler Murray, and it's you it's know principle. It. It's not it's, that was argument based on principle. If you believe he's your guy, and here's your franchise guy, he's the guy that's going to save your entire franchise. I don't care what you got to do, you got to go, You got to go take him, and they don't even have to go do anything. They just got to pick him. See, they don't if, have to if, make a that, move.
0: Okay. I'm high on Kyler Murray to where I think he can be a starter and a good quarterback in the league.
1: So you don't, you don't do think I he's think a – Do I think he's
0: a franchise changer? No, I'd rather build up my offensive and defensive line. Okay,
1: then that's that's the reason you're doing it, then. Yeah. He's going to – I would take him because – Get to a tag of Iloa next year. Yeah, so you just, you're just you just not that high on him. I'm high on him, just not as high as you. Yeah, so don't – so might as well just not take him because he's not going to make a difference. You just do something else. Just build up your, your, your trenches because that's what's going to –
0: I don't think that's what they're going to do, but that's what I would do, for the record. As a guy who has never played football and just GMs his fantasy football yeah.
1: team. I didn't, although, this, I didn't hear this tune. Although I do. I didn't hear this tune. Although after, I do. I didn't hear this tune very after, well uh, in fantasy I didn't football. hear this tune after uh, Bama, uh, uh, after Oklahoma played pretty well in the semis against Oklahoma.
0: Tyler Murray's great.
1: Yeah, I, but, I heard. Oh, he's one of. I heard all this stuff and.
0: Kyler Murray's great.
1: Sounds like we're singing he's not.
0: Teams. He's not taking the Cardinals to the promised land like Patrick Mahomes is going to for the
1: Chiefs this year. Mm-hmm. Yes, I said it. Kyler Murray, though. Russell Wilson, 2.0. Might I be talk, better.
0: I want to talk about Dwayne Haskins, yeah. who many people believe is the best pure passer in this draft. A lot of people had him going at 6 to the Giants, but reports have come out that the Giants are actually just going to take the best player available and maybe wait and get a quarterback later and, and uh, maybe at pick 17 or in the second or third round. So, should they draft Haskins? Will they draft Haskins? If not, where does Haskins end up?
1: That's all smoke. They're going to draft Haskins. They're just trying to make sure that nobody moves up ahead of them to get Haskins. They're going to draft Haskins. They'll be a fool not to draft Haskins, gentlemen. Uh, really? He's going to go six. Wow. He should go six. Ah, um, oh, I think he's got all the prototypical things you want in a quarterback. Gotten be- has gotten better throughout the whole last season. Um, yeah, I think he'll go six. I think it's all smoke.
0: We disagree on this again. I think they're going to take the best available player. I think Haskins goes to the Redskins. And here's why I say that. Again, this is what I think will happen, not what I think should happen. I think they're going to trade for Josh Rosen. That's what I think they're gonna do. You just said
1: you just said uh, the, didn't you say the Cardinals were gonna take Kyler? So it was opposite of what you were talking about. with
0: What I'm saying.
1: Because you said that the Cardinals will take him. You said they should. So in this case, you're saying they should, but they will. Right.
0: Yes, I know it's very okay. Confusing. Yeah, I know it's very I'm, confusing. I'm all... I know it's very confusing. The Cardinals. So, here's what will happen. Okay. Yes. Here's what will happen. I think. I think the Cardinals are going to trade Josh Rosen to the Giants.
1: Okay. To the okay? Giants.
0: And draft Kyler Murray. Gotcha. So, that's why I don't think the Giants are going to take Haskins. Okay. I think they're going to trade the... I think the Giants are going to trade the 17th pick... Gotcha. ...for Josh Rosen. Okay. And take an Ed Oliver, a... Yep. Uh, um, oh, I can't think of his name. Quinton jo- Williams. Josh or, Allen. Uh, that's way too... Quinn and Williams won't fall to yeah, them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um,
1: Rashawn Gary. Maybe a Rashawn Gary. Yeah.
0: Someone like that. That's what I think is going to happen
1: but they should
0: i agree with you i think they should okay. take haskins
1: gotcha we're on the same page
0: <laughs> I, know. I know that was pretty confusing. But so
1: you th- but yeah gotcha that'd be interesting yeah but the cardinals if they get that first round pick looks like they can get that offensive lineman you're talking
0: about there y- yes you know what you're right you're right you're right um real quick haskins or kyler based on the arguments that we've had, I think I know the answer to this. You think Kyler's the better yes. prospect, right? Yes.
1: Nah. Now you're going to switch it up I on agree. me? <laughs> <I agree. laughs> Real
0: quick, talk to me about the Lions draft needs. Where are they going to mm. do an eight?
1: Wouldn't be surprised if they did anything. I think they'll go D-line. D-line? Yeah.
0: Saw a mock yesterday where they drafted Hawkinson. That's where I'm afraid they'll do. I that would be, a, I would be all for that pick because – Hawkinson is one of the best all-around tight ends I've seen. This dude is a is a big-time blocker. And if you want to, and if Matt Patricia wants to run the football like he says he wants to, you need a what better way to have a very good blocking tight end and can catch a ball Just too. Just
1: too hurt after what happened with Ebron. That's, That's fair, fine.
0: but he is the complete opposite of Ebron. Yeah. A guy who blocks, That's true. a guy who's sure-handed. Maybe yeah. not explosive or athletic. He'll get, to the, athletic, Lions. He'll get to the
1: Lions, and then that'll just 180.
0: That's fair. The Chiefs. They addressed one of their needs. They did. Now we are not picking the first round for the second straight year. Signed Frank Clark to a five-year. They a safety? $105 million extension they got Teron Matthew, oh, free right. agency. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like the move by the Chiefs. At the same time, I don't like it. That's a lot of that's money. a lot of money. A lot of money, and we got to extend Mahomes, but... There is no way that they sign that extension without budgeting out Mahomes'
1: Oh, I new would be deal. shocked if they didn't do that. So
0: I mean I, I I'm gonna trust that they know what they're doing. So uh, and again they have this two, three year window while Mahomes is on his rookie deal, you gotta stockpile defensive play now's the time to spend on the defense. So um, and Seattle stockpiling picks, I like that too. Who's
1: the Browns in the AFC championship game?
0: Okay, Palkowski. Um, <laughs> so, last episode ever, I want to do something that's called Buy It or Sell It. And th- so, throughout the course of the show, I've had listeners of the show come up to me and talk to me about things that we've talked about on the show. And one of the big things was our Mount Rushmore's, right? Yep. Um, and so, that a while ago. Yeah, a long time ago. Um, and so, a listener of the show made the case to me that Sheldon Cooper from The Big Bang Theory is funnier than Dwight Schrute from The Office. Do you buy it or sell it?
1: Sell it. Sell it. Dwight, uh, they both, I think Dwight is funnier to a broader, or I don't know, I just think Dwight's funnier. They're both funny in general. Sheldon's more of a... Just quirky, funny. Yeah, they're both quirky, but I don't know. I think Dwight has more variety in how he's funny.
0: Dwight is, and and the gym dynamic too. I think adds to yes. that. Um, I I'm gonna sell that too. I'm going with Dwight mainly because I just think The Office is a much better TV That's show. True. Dwight's also That's the a, a eccentric part. Are you of gonna that.
1: reveal who made this argument to you? I or will not, not reveal uh, who these has made these remain, arguments. Remain these people names?
0: will remain anonymous, right. but they will they will know when they yeah right. A listener of the show has also made the case to me, actually someone who has been a guest on this show, has made the case to me that The Office is funnier than Seinfeld.
1: That's ludicrous.
0: Buy it or sell it.
1: I, I, I sold that 20 years ago. I, I, I'm,
0: well, The Office wasn't in existence I'm, 20 I'm, years ago. I'm short ago.
1: selling that. I'm, I, I don't know how many other ways I can say I'm selling it. I'm,
0: we, we agree. As great as The Office is, Seinfeld's better.
1: Kramer, Kramer's just... Kramer's cr- the trump card. Kramer is... You could... Yes. yes.
0: Another listener of the show made the case that Anchorman 2 is just as funny... I don't know who did this one. ...if not funnier
1: than the original. Buy no, it or sell it. I'm selling all these. No. <laughs> I don't understand that at all. I, I really don't. Like, it's... I don't get that. I, I, like, what's the, can you give me the rationale behind that?
0: I know the person who made this argument. You forget there are some funny, funny scenes in Anchorman 2. The and fight I, scene is way
1: better in 1.
0: Yes, but there are better, I think, funnier individual scenes in Anchorman 2 no. than in Anchorman 1. Now, I will say this. The humor in Anchorman 2 is much more vulgar y- yeah. and out there than yeah. it is in 1. In 1, it's a lot more subtle.
1: Yeah, it's um, probably why I like. It.
0: I think it's just as I could just as funny is not a hot take. I think that's debatable. Oh, that's, I could. So I could buy buying even or it. But I'm going to sell because it's not. It says funnier. funnier. Yeah, just as funny, if not funnier. That's the part that I'm selling. Just as funny, I could buy.
1: You can't. But, you can't. You can't sit here and flip flop on me. You're going to either buy it or you're going to sell. It. You can't buy portions of, of the statement.
0: All right, I'm just going to throw it out there. Sorry, Dad, I'm selling. It.
1: <laughs> hey, by the way, Industries, happy birthday. A day, day late. late. Yeah, we were going to do a birthday edition yeah, yesterday, yeah, yeah. but
0: final exams got in the way. Yeah. So, uh, finally, last one a listener of the show proclaims that Chris Weber is the worst color commentator of all time. Buy it or sell it.
1: I've sold all these, I'm gonna sell it again. Worst color Whoa. commentator ever. Bill Walton. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> I good. thought for
0: sure you'd buy this one. No. Uh, can those two be in a tie? No. Because okay, so you know in the office when Michael does that interview and he says, sometimes I'll just start a sentence and I don't even know where it's going. Mm-hmm. I just hope to find it along the way. Do you remember when he says yeah, that? Yeah. I feel like that's what Chris Weber does when he's calling a game. Because some of the stuff he's saying just doesn't make sense. You you think he doesn't make sense? Bill Walton
1: doesn't make sense. Yeah, but Bill, Bill
0: Walton just talks about random stuff. They have stuff. Bill Walton on TV. Chris Webber's trying to analyze the game, and it
1: doesn't make a whole lot of sense. They have Bill Walton on TV because he is so bad that people just will <laughs> tune in to watch how bad he is.
0: You know what? To the to the anonymous, just because we've sold all these, I'm going to buy it. You're buying it. Just because. I think it's close enough to where I can buy it. But I, I, it's bad.
1: They're both they're. Yeah.
0: It's instant mute, right? It's just instant.
1: Oh, I don't watch the game.
0: <laughs> so you, you well, well, not Bill even wall, enough all, to mute all it. Bill
1: Walton does is Pac-12 games. So yeah. I, I don't even really have a big interest in Pac-12. UCLA. Has so to you be have good. to deal
0: with Chris Webber more than you have to deal with Bill Walton.
1: Yeah, it's more of a professional TNT, right? Yeah, and he does the tournament. He does yep. the NCAA tournament. Yeah, yeah, I can tolerate because it's it's big time hoop. You know, well, not only is it big-time not time saying hoops, Pac-12 isn't big, big, big time. But.
0: I can also see why people don't uh, mind Chris Webber as much as Bill Walton, and they're they're both legends. Well, but we Chris Weber's a little ball. more right.
1: I mean, even if it's not all the way accurate all the time, or we don't agree with it, it's yeah. it's hoops. It's not right. Uh, have you ever been down to the Luau and this and that? <laughs> no. Uh,
0: I was watching a game one time. He was talking about Michigan State, Miles Bridges. And he just went on and on about bridges, like that cars drive over oh, for geez. like ten minutes. I didn't get a single bit well, of basketball me.
1: analysis. Uh, uh, so, Brooklyn, uh, I think he took
0: his sh- <laughs> I think he took his shirt off one game too. Just, yeah. Oh yeah. Just went the only he
1: there. had on was the whatever you call it, the whatever you call it Out of, the, with the flowers.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, luau or
1: whatever. I don't know. Lei. Maybe that. Uh, I don't know a lot of Hawaiian lingo. Yeah, me either. Me
0: either. Uh. Real quick. So you, we
1: teased this last show. Yeah,
0: you on the uh, on the video podcast, I think it was. That was a unveiled time, yeah. the Dugan the original, tears, yeah. The Dugan Tears of Dining. Well, Dugan took a trip out to Iowa, yeah, recently, and made some amendments with the help of Boyd Industries, Prinny
1: Industries,
0: and myself. And so now the big reveal. Dugan's five tiers of dining if you ever want to know what type of restaurant what quality of restaurant you were at here is a guide to help you out take it away
1: yep yep uh, five tiers here we'll start with the first tier uh, this is just your 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 fast food your, your normal fast food your your McDonald's your BK uh, uh, subway all those classic fast food Mendy's? Mendy's. then AKA we, Wendy's <laughs> Men, Mendy's Wendy's yeah then you move to your, your tier two elevated fast food. They'll bring you your food usually, and this some of these some of the number ones are trying to move up to number twos because yeah. I was in in McDonald's not too recently, and they had the kiosk and they bring you your food now. Wow! But that's still tier one. Tier two elevated fast food: Culvers, Chick-fil-A, uh, Qdoba, all those yeah. elevated fast food numbers. Maybe five guys.
0: Did you throw five guys? Five guys. guys in there? Is. Yeah. Okay.
1: Three chain restaurants where you sit down when you and you pay the wait waiter or waitress a tip applebee's outback uh carrabba's olive garden texas roadhouse Te- all <laughs> of these different chains real quick yes
0: i'm craving some texas roadhouse rolls rolls they sound phenomenal right up, i just had to get giddy, that in. keep going
1: giddy up i like it that was tier three tier four is your local establishments Yep. Sit down, good, nice eateries, Kalamazoo people, Urbellies. maybe if you go uh, Zazio's, one of those nice sit down places, uh, upper peninsula downtown.
0: For our listeners in Iowa. The Union. Yeah, for our listeners in Iowa, it would be a place like Zoe's, which you went to, yep. a place like White Star, mm-hmm. which you went to. Yeah, Phenomenal cheesecake. cheesecake. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe a place like uh, for people in Cedar Rapids, the Irish Democrat, things like that. So, anyways, good chow, good
1: chow in, in tier four. Good chow, <laughs> and uh, tier five, you got your your five star. I'm wearing nice clothes, uh, not, maybe not suit and tie, but you know, nice shirt, good looking pants, uh, white white tablecloth. Uh, I'm gonna be using multiple forks. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's tier five, you know. That, like your, your nice, nice steakhouses. I don't know if I've ever been to like a...
0: I think the only time I've been to a place like that is actually my freshman year, your sophomore yeah, year, we Charleston. went to a steakhouse in Charleston that was just phenomenal.
1: Yeah, but, but you really can good. tell where when those are. Oh, 100%. What those are, so those Maybe, are the, maybe
0: you're eating dinner at the country club one
1: night. Country club, <laughs> uh, maybe we're going to, yeah, Bobby Flay has a restaurant, I don't know, something nice. So those are the five tiers. We need to get those five tiers. Get those in concrete. There it is. Big shout out to uh, the the Prinny clan, the Prinny <laughs> the Prinny family for uh, helping out with that.
0: Honing that in. That's that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Uh-huh. So final show ever. I'm going to give you the opportunity for a grind, one last grind, or since it's the last show ever, you can say something nice.
1: <laughs> That'd be uh. <laughs> Yeah, all I, I, well, my grinds are based on Detroit sports that's been covered uh, a lot of my grinds have been based off of selfishness of of uh, uh, big time stars I've covered that for the most part um, so I don't really have a lot to be upset about uh, I just want to say like I said earlier I thank you for, for all the work you put into this I thank all of our guests we've had it's been a lot of fun talking sports I'm going to miss it Uh Moving on to the next stage, got got to uh, get into the real world. Yep, walking, graduating here uh, Saturday, a couple yep. days. Uh, look, I had some interviews for jobs, looking for looking for a job, so that's big time. And yeah, it'll be a good time. I'm gonna be looking forward to watching uh, the, the old Broncos next year. Yeah, uh, coming back yep. probably a few times, and it'll be a good
0: time. That's all good stuff, man. That's all great stuff.
1: One of us has to complain, though. Yeah, I would. If you're not, if Franny's not complaining, then I don't know. <laughs>
0: So, here's what I'm going to complain about. The NBA on ESPN, okay? Your halftime and pregame shows are so, oh, inf- are so inferior yeah. to the NBA on TNT, it's, like, it's embarrassing
1: yeah.
0: how, how good the NBA on TNT is with, with Shaq and yeah. Chuck and, and Ernie and Kenny yeah. compared to what ESPN is putting out there. It gets to the point where if a game's on ESPN I'm I'm yeah. upset yeah I'm very very upset because I don't get to see shaq got got Charles all wet with a squirt gun on set <laughs> the other night like that is just it's so much better than the, than the NBA on ESPN so that's gonna be my grinds is ESPN get it together because it should not be. I should not be actively disappointed yeah. or excited based on what channel the game is on.
1: Those guys are phenomenal though. Like, You can't get another Charles Barkley. He's the best thing on television. Like, you can't get and another And Shaq Charles is Barkley. probably second. Shaq is fantastic too. <laughs> so who, yeah. like, do you have any suggestions? How do they fix this problem? I don't have suggestions. I just know they need to
0: fix it. I know it's a problem. I know they need to fix it. I also have an idea. Let's put all the episodes of the NBA on TNT and put them on, like, Netflix, so you can just watch them all. Because how often are they really talking about basketball? Not a lot. You could probably watch them. Yeah. Because there's funny stuff that happens all the time.
1: Like the funny chip, or the spicy chip. When Shaq eats the jalapeno chip. Yeah, that's fantastic. I
0: mean, so, uh, how about this? I'll turn it into a nice thing. The NBA on TNT is doing a phenomenal job. And I enjoy every second
1: of it. What about they get me and you on ESPN, huh? Oh, here we go. We still <laughs> we'd still be not as good as they. We'd still guys. be grossly uh, yeah, ill-equipped to.
0: I, I saw last night Shaq raced Kenny to the to the board. Yeah, they do that and, yeah. and beat him. I mean, I, I get a kick out of that every time. I know they do it a and lot. And then
1: they read those tweets of uh, people roasting yep. them and or then, something they say. And then they, they put or...
0: the Photoshop stuff up there. Yeah. It's oh, and it's, we
1: it's haven't great. mentioned him yet. either. Ernie Johnson's fantastic. Oh,
0: terrific! Yeah, terrific. So you hit on it. Thanks for everything. I appreciate. You I said you put in minimal work. I'll say you put in about average to above average. When you wanted to, a I lot mean, of work. I, but you're so talented see, that see, you're so talented that it, it I don't toot you my didn't own, need to I don't
1: toot my own horn and this is joking and You didn't uh, need to prepare. I'm not I'm not uh, uh, what is the line? <laughs> I'm not on this podcast because I'm this way. I'm I'm on I'm this way. No, no, no. I'm not this way because I'm on the podcast. I'm, I'm on, on the podcast a po- yeah. because i'm a, I am this way, yeah. so you know the star you, the stars you know, are going to shine bright you, you know you just
0: you know, what time are we doing it? all right, I'll be there you you want some notes? Nope, I'm good. you just you know what you're talking about, and uh you don't need to prepare, so no, but seriously, I appreciate the uh, yeah. the time you took we, you, know, uh, I, you
1: know I hope it, I really hope that you pick it back up I really uh, do i I hope it's. I really do. I, you know what, Palkowski, Maybe, maybe you just have a rotating guest lineup, and you're like the Greenberg. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? Like you I appreciate
0: problem. you trying to call me Greenberg, no, I, but now, now you're buttering me up because it's a live show. I mean, show. No, of course,
1: the show is going to take a hit. Well. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You no, get, I've got this cough. Yeah, you know, yeah. I can't laugh. Yeah.
0: Um, no, but it's uh, it's been good. But you know what? With with basketball and school and everything, uh. With, and and it's been we at, it's been towards the towards the end it's it's been tough for us to to find a time with yeah. with all of our busy schedules so you know i think it's it's kind of like the seinfeld thing where they ended when they should have we don't I don't feel like drag, you know, dragging it on to where we're doing one once every couple months. Um, yeah. But it's been fun while it lasted, and uh, Phil, again, it, thanks for everything. Yeah,
1: so. oh, it's been great. This, this is this has been quality too. This has yeah. been good material today. Good, great so, stuff. We're ending on a high note.
0: We're ending. We're we're, we're like Seinfeld. We we peaked at the end. As
1: a little producer's note here, we I mean, or you're the produ- but a little inside the scenes action. There's been times I've walked out of this room and it's been. I did not do the greatest. <laughs> well, Individually were, speaking. There
0: have been there have been times where we've said
1: like, Yeah, that did didn't even, go as well. I didn't even show up today. <laughs> so,
0: anyways, uh, thanks to the listeners for everything. Yeah. Like you said, thanks to the guests, Palkowski, Jason, Joel, Jake, Jake Kramer, Boyd Industries for everything. Yeah. For the final time. We'll see you later.